welcome to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in further. So we talked about the rope, and the rope was an experience of abandonment. My, my inner child, I was just a child then, experienced abandonment at the level of soul and lashed out as the result. And that happened on the, the heels of the, you know, being almost choked to death by my mean older neighbor. So now we've got multiple traumatic events that have sort of, that are sort of piling on. Keep in mind that I am aware that there are far more traumatic experiences that children have, but this is my experience and the impact that these experiences had on my development was profound. So this takes place, this early part obviously takes place in the early 1980s in this town called Glen Ellen, Illinois, as you know, and the pool, we lived in this big white house and there was a pool right down the street. It was called Sunset Pool, still called Sunset Pool. And I would I would go down, we went to the pool every single day in the summer and I absolutely loved water. I loved the high dive. I loved the diving boards. And there's a little bit more on trauma bonding. So I had this neighbor who was like this, we had these neighbors, these other Catholic neighbors who were like, they were like genetically superior. They just were, they were like amazing swimmers. And I wasn't good at the racing part of swimming. And I would, I would go to these swim meets. I was on the swim team and I would never really do that good. And, and I would beat myself up over it. I wanted to get all I wanted was a white ribbon, but I couldn't even get a white ribbon. I would always be in like fourth or fifth place. I never got last, but I would be in like fourth or fifth place. And then there was this other, this neighbor, this other Catholic neighbor, not to give the Catholics a bad name or anything, but this other Catholic neighbor who would uh, pick on me. You know, he was kind of like, he was, I was his sidekick and he was kind of the, the one that I kind of, worshipped, for lack of a better word. I looked up to him, but it wasn't a healthy egalitarian relationship. It was a victim-perpetrator relationship. And a sidekick, if you're, everyone's, if you're ever anyone's sidekick or if a, uh, a child is the sidekick of another kid, the, the sidekick is essentially a victim waiting to happen. So he would be nice to me mostly, but then he would decide to beat me up or pin me down or stick his thumb in my back. And it really hurt. And so he would always be ripping on me. And this further eroded my self-esteem. And he also, as you read, told me how babies were made and it blew my mind. But he had this other older, he had this older brother who was like kind of a burnout, who I also strangely looked up to at like ages seven, at the age of seven, but they were all really good swimmers. And I remember hearing my mother talk about how, how good of swimmers they were. And, and I of course didn't realize it at the time, but my self-esteem was affected in a very negative way as the result of being put in compare as being compared to others who were better than me. The thing was though, that I was actually a really good swimmer. I just wasn't a fast swimmer. I was never afraid of the water. I loved swimming. I loved the pool and I'll never forget 
climbing up the high dive at the age of, I believe it was six in this book, in the book, and walking to the end of the high dive and looking over the edge and just going for it and diving off the high dive head first and then submer- and then you know emerging from the water and just feeling like this as it says in the book the center of all the attention that ever could be and so this through the lens of the inner child was my inner child was seeking attention by doing things that impressed people. And of course, there's an element of healthy, you know, natural development happening here as well, because it's good for us as children to challenge ourselves and to face our fears. But there was also an element of, I need to do this in order to win love of people who were close to me. So we had the rope. The rope, as I mentioned, was I wanted to win back the love of my mother. I wanted to, I wanted to regain, save face after uh, the disgrace I had made of myself um, or preserve myself or reestablish myself as someone worthy of love. And this is a very similar thing. If I dive off the high dive, then I will get the attention and that attention is in a lot of times where I equated that attention with love because everybody goes, look at what he just did. He's such a small little kid, but he can dive off the high dive. And so now I'm getting this little boost to my self-esteem, but I'm also, like I said, I show up to the swim meets and I'm no good and I'm not really that good at swimming, right? So there's like this overcompensation. I can't swim very fast, but I can dive off the high dive. And this is sort of how it goes with so many of us, right? We're defeated in one area, and so we overcompensate in another. And again, the emergence of the kind of extreme orientation to things, the, the extreme sport orientation. I'll go jump off the biggest thing I can find, and then I will prove my worth to the universe, right? Prove my worth to my mother, prove my worth to my father, etc. There is also a natural inclination. So I can assure you I was born to ride boards. I was born to be a surfer. So there is a, an aspect of that which is just naturally me and who I am and how I am supposed to express myself in this world that is also a constant here. So I don't want to make it seem as if it was a completely unhealthy uh, orientation to things, but there was an element of needing to be noticed, needing to be seen, needing to be loved, needing to prove myself to the neighbor who was kind of picking on me. And this is all happening in the mind of a very little child. And we don't, we don't know that these things are happening. We don't have language. There weren't child therapists back then. There, there obviously were, but it wasn't as prevalent as, prevalent as it is now. And even now people are very, they're very uninclined, is that the right word, uninclined, to seek out therapy to help for children, to help them make sense of the worlds or the world that they find themselves toddling around inside of. So, you know, we're talking, it's like a fine line between that which is healthy and that which is overcompensation, but you can see, as you've read in the beginning of the book, that 
I wasn't headed on the great the greatest trajectory because of how extreme things ended up. So it's safe to err on the side of this was more unhealthy. This was more overcom overcompensatory. Is that a word? Than you know, uh, natural. I guess, even though it was natural. I think you get what I'm saying. Thanks again for tuning into the Undercover Angel podcast. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.